Hey everyone, and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm Nicole Kamanjian. I'm here with Cody Richard and the host of the show, Jeff Rappaport. This is episode 220, and today we're going to continue talking about deals that we are currently working on. While listening to this episode, if you guys have questions, please head over to the Creative Financing Podcast Facebook group. If you're not part of the community, just search Creative Financing Podcast in Facebook and ask to join. In that group, we're going to have live sessions on the second Thursday of every month. So bring your questions. Um, If you're watching this on YouTube, you can ask your questions in the comments below. If you get value from this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to the show. We also want your feedback. So please rate and review wherever you listen. So today I want to look at a particular deal that we just bought and We'll probably go into what our our current exit strategy is, which is going to confuse everyone, but that's okay. Um, This episode's not necessarily for you to be able to go out and do this. Um, And to be honest, I'm pretty new to this particular exit strategy as well. One of the things that uh, I have, I've been doing creative finance for 20 years, However, one of the things that I've not really ever done is sell a note. And uh, so w- that's exactly what we're going to do on this deal. So um, let me give you a quick uh, example of what this is. And then I'll show you like a little spreadsheet and I will give credit where credit is due. Um, I've learned this from... Uh, they're called the Creative Deal Makers, and it's Nick Legamaro and Eric Sage. And I work with them, and they're helping me on this particular exit. And um, when you see it, you'll be like, wow, that's pretty cool. So, uh, this is a property in Missouri, and uh, it's an odd situation. We, we actually bought it from a rehabber who was uh, his goal was to rehab the property and he probably did 85% of it and he moved away. Um, so th- this was a little bit outside of where he liked to work. And because of all the supply chain issues, he is having a hard time getting like the garage door fixed and uh, his contractor kind of quit on him like before he finished and uh windows were like three months out and but house has got new carpet and new paint and new appliances the kitchen hasn't been uh, kitchen could use some new countertops for sure but house looks pretty good and this is kind of the perfect house that we look for for owner finance um in good condition did he reach out to you jeff like, uh, yeah, okay. he did. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we generated the lead online and, uh, so he was asking 180 for the house and the house is worth probably 235 240 ish somewhere in there. And, but probably not quite as is i think it appraised for like 215 218 something like that um but yeah there are 
uh, we, we did an inspection and there are brand new appliances, but they're not even hooked up. Uh, and so seriously, I, and I asked him, I'm like, well, why aren't the appliances hooked up? And he's like, contractor stopped going out and uh, never hooked them up. So uh, I'm like, why didn't you fix the garage door? He's like, it's a four month wait for garage doors. So I said, all right. Um, so there's two creative aspects here. Okay. So let me share my screen with you guys. And uh, you'll probably go through this, but what, what would make a property a good candidate for selling the note? So there's a number of ways to structure it to sell the note. Okay. So it really will depend. Um, uh, and right now we see your storage unit. Oh, Doc. sorry. Wrong one. Um, let I me. hate when that happens. I know. <laughs> We've all been there. Let me just pull up. I, I want you to be able to see the lead. Okay. And uh, so really what, what for this particular strategy that I'm going to show you, what the best deal would be is um, house in good condition, um, maybe not excellent, but good, and maybe a little dated, but something that you can buy, let's say, um, and I don't care if you're buying it for cash or you're buying it with terms, all of that makes a difference, but it, you can deal with it any way that you need to, as long as you can get the price down. So, as a wholesaler, you probably need to buy something like this at 65, 70% loan to value. To sell the note and make it all work, you probably uh, need to buy it at like 75% loan to value. So you can typically pay more um, and you can look at it that way where you can get a discount um, on the price. In this particular case, because can you see my podio? Yeah, and when you yeah. say loan to value, are you talking about ARV? Or yeah. No? Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah, loan to value. So it's really not loan to value. It's more investment to value. But uh, for whatever reason, people tend to use that interchangeably. So, uh, so yeah, he was asking like one seventy nine, one eighty from the start. You know, it was built in ninety five. It's on a third of an acre, and. Uh, um, the property, you know, here we thought it was worth 255. I don't think it's worth that much. Uh, it's been fully remodeled, not quite. Window skirts need to be finished, garage door, um, and kitchen. It would be the, the things that I would say are still in need of getting worked out. So he, he actually, he had a hard money loan. And then he refinanced the hard money loan into a bridge loan. So he's got like a 9% interest loan on this property, I think, eight or nine. And uh, so not necessarily one that I really want to take over long term, but short term, it makes sense to, um, especially since he's prepaid it for, um, it was like 90 days. 
And so we, we have about 40 days of no payment. And hopefully that's enough time for us to find the, the buyer, do what we need to do with the buyer and have a closing and simultaneously sell the note. Okay, so we bought it subject to. Um, Cody, you want to explain what that is? Yeah, basically just taking over the underlying debt. Sometimes giving them a little bit, a little bit of money. So we gave them um, 33000 which there was the balance of their equity and balance of his equity. And then um, uh, we're, we're taking over the loan, but basically with no payment. Why no payment? It's just what because it is. Because he's prepaid it. So prepaid, he paid it. it through June. And, Got it. Uh, let's see. All right. So, can you see the spreadsheet now? Yeah. Yes, I can. All right. So, th this spreadsheet is not mine. This is Nick's. And um, and if you're interested in doing this, just go to their Facebook group. Um, they do a, a free coaching call every week. And, and what was the name of it again? Called Creative Deal Maker. Okay. So you basically all the yellow is what you put in. Um, I, I never heard of this before. It's called ZHVI. It's part of Zillow. So if you put in, um, if you Google and say ZHVI zip code, whatever your zip code is, it'll be a Zillow and it will show what has happened in that particular zip code over the last year. So how much has it increased? Um, and what the median or average home price is in that zip code. So we like to be right around the average, maybe even a little less, and we are. Um, so my, my goal is to sell this property for 250. We um, acquired it for 180. Um, and is ARV1, is that just a comp that you had found? And then ZHVI. Yeah, is yeah. so ARV1 is, so you might have comms from Batch or PropStream or, okay. um, yeah, so not necessary, but we, we put it at 240. Like I said, it might be a little less than that, but um, for the most part, this house looks pretty good. And um, so don't worry about understanding all this, right? Because um, yeah, you won't. Okay, but here is the premise, okay, that we're going to take, we're, we're going to find a buyer that's going to pay $250 and put down $25,000, 10%, okay, pretty standard there, okay, and then we put it, we put all the numbers into this spreadsheet, and for us to sell the note and get the best price, okay, um, we, we've got to give the the note buyer a good enough yield. So return on their investment. Okay. So they're going to buy a property. They're, they're not going to pay retail value for the property, right? That, hey, I'm not buying the note at 90. You're creating a note at 90% loan to value, right? And I've even increased the price a bit. So they'd be at like 93% loan to value, right? If they just bought the note at as is. So they, they want a certain yield. So they want to see the note with some cushion, some equity. And 
so they typically want to be at 75%. Okay, so 75% of 250 would put this at about 168. And when I say 168, that's 90% of that. Okay, so because um, typically we're going to be able to sell a note at somewhere between 80, got low 80s to low 90s. Okay, and getting low 90s on a note that no one's made a payment on is really good. Um, no seasoning, that's super good. Okay, so it's really the way that you structure this sale. So what we're going to do is we're going to structure um, two notes to our buyer, a first and a second. So okay. with this, is one way to look at it like you're kind of putting together a sales pitch for your buyer? <laughs> it, no, it really, the, the no. buyer, the, as far as the buyer goes, it doesn't matter. Okay. okay. It does not matter at all. Uh, so the price is $250. Um, you know, the only issue would be is, Hey, this is what your payment's going to be. And it's going to be divided among two notes. Okay. The, and as far as the buyer goes, that's it. We're still going to set up a third party servicing company to handle all this. Um, and two notes. The only reason we're going to do is we're going to sell off the first and that's going to pay off the balance of what's owed. So we're going to be left with a free and clear second note. That's the goal. Okay. So if you look at all this, this isn't like the best deal ever, but it should be a fairly easy deal because the property is in really good shape. But I'm going to have to contribute a portion of my down payment that I get to pay off this note. I'm not going to have enough money. I'm getting about 168000 at closing, if all of this holds true, okay, and then I still got to pay off the you know up to one eighty because um, that's what I contracted for, and I've got some closing costs when I bought. I'm going to have some closing costs when I sell. There's even stuff here if I have to hire a realtor. So if I can do this on my own, I'll make a little more money. But this is the money right here. This three hundred and forty-five dollars. That's what I get up front. That's what I get now. Okay, which is not much, right? But I don't know that we'll have all these fees. I might actually get like 10, 15 grand, somewhere in there. Okay. And then we're going to look over here. So we're going to sell that we're going to put this first lien at 187.5 at nine and a half percent. Okay. That's a good, that's a pretty high rate. And they're going to have a 1577 a month payment. And then the, the second lien is 37500 at 10.5%. Now, this interest rate, the 9.5%, we need to keep as high as we can. Because, again, it's based on that yield, right? So if I move it down to 8%, that means I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a bigger discount. They're going to pay less for this loan. Um, so I've got to keep that. I can do whatever I want with this one. This one's going to be mine. And so if this combined total is too much, um, I, I could still play with this one. Does that make sense? So, or am I losing you? Jeff, um, I'm trying to unravel this <laughs> in my yeah. brain. 
So the liens are basically the notes, right? That you're yes. selling. Yep. So the first one is what you're trying to sell the 187,500 at nine and a half 9.5% with the monthly cash flow of the 1577. Yeah, that will be the amount of the note. Okay. Okay. But back over that here. That you're selling it that you're selling it for? Yeah, that will like be, they would pay 187. But I'm only going to get about this much. Okay. Okay. Because remember, mm -hmm. they're paying um 90% ish for the note. So that's why I'm getting this much, but the note is for more. Okay. So mm -hmm. if you look at if you add these up, right? So um if you add up 187.5, that would be 188, uh 195 to 25 plus 20, it equals 250. Okay. So this equals my sales price, right? Mm -hmm. And I told you I'm trying to get $25,000 down, right? Right. So we have 225, okay? So this is going to be the amount of the first note that we are going to sell. So someone is buying a $187,500 note at nine and a half percent that produces 1577 a month. And they're going to pay around 168,750 for it. Okay. So uh, that's what I'm going to hopefully get for this note or thereabouts. Okay. And that's what they're going to get when I sell it. Okay. Now, between the 168 and the 25,000 that I already received from the, the buyer, I need to pay off the underlying debt, right? So um, I owe like 140, I don't know what it is, 144, five, six, something like that. And I paid like 33,000 as a down payment. Okay. So most of this, will uh, I, I will get most of this back maybe all of it so maybe i'll have zero dollars in this maybe i'll even make a little money up front and it will really come down to do i need to get a realtor involved to help me sell it if i can sell it on my own um i probably will be just fine i'll probably come out of this with you know nine ten grand something like that okay really what the goal here is is that what I'm going to be left with is this second lien. Okay. So th th these notes are structured, right? I have no underlying debt. It's all been paid off. Correct. So there's no due on sale clause. There's no, um, there may be a due on sale clause on this loan, but I'm in second position, right? There's, I I'm not wrapping this. Um, I don't have to worry about anything other than that I get paid. And so I own this note, $37,500, that's paying me about $343 a month, free and clear, for up to the next 30 years, okay? And here's the, um, the crazy part, right? So... The note is for 37.5. If we if we write it up for 10.5%, um, th this is called the cash later. So it's 
a predictive that most people will cash you out around the 10-year period of time. Well, look how much I get if they cash me out at 10 years. It's only paid down by three grand um, in 10 years, getting $343 a month, which is nice. So uh, all these other numbers are more advanced. So you don't really have to understand that. Really, the whole reason that I wanted to show this is one, I think these guys are super smart. Um, they have figured out a way where um, that, that basically what a lot of the people in this group do is buy properties from wholesalers. Okay. So they don't even generate their own leads. Um, they try to cherry pick the ones that don't necessarily need the most work, right? Owner occupants that can get into houses like this aren't afraid to do some, some work on their own, but you don't really want them replacing a roof or an HVAC or something. You know, they can paint, they can you know um, put down tile or stuff like that. They can do some of that and they can save money by doing it themselves. But this is cool because I, 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 one, I can offer this now to an owner-occupant for 30 years, right? So, again, we talked in last episode about being able to offer long-term financing because it opens the door for some of your buyers, right? Because th there's just no way that some of them can go get qualifying, whether it's today, tomorrow, or 10 years from now. So, this is one way to do it, and... Really, what the goal is, is that now I'm just going to start having all these second leads, second notes um, with good cash flow. These are sellable, too. Uh, you, you would take a pretty significant discount, but I could start to accumulate these, which, by the way, they'll add up pretty quickly, right? Um, if you get 300 here, 220 there, um, it's going to add up pretty quickly. You're going to start having these nice paydays whenever somewhere down the, the road or not. And the, the cash flow just keeps growing. Um, but I could also package these and I could trade them. Uh, I can use them as down payments on other properties. I could buy other things. Um, you know, uh, Ron Legrand used to tell a story about how he bought his first plane. And I think he bought it by packaging a whole bunch of second mortgages together and giving someone, you know, all the cash flow. So um, I get that you you don't quite grasp it, and totally understandable. Um, this isn't, you know, a twenty minute. Hey, look at this. This is really easy, um, but it's very doable. And if you want to learn more about it, go check out. Um, Nick and Eric's um, Facebook group. And like I said, they do this training and they give away this um, spreadsheet basically for free so that you can, now that you'll end up joining one of their groups or whatever, if you want them to, you know, help you structure these and put together note buyers and um, RMLOs and whatever. But again, just opening your mind to what could be. Yeah, this is like a whole new wrinkle on creative, a whole new way to look at it. Yeah. Definitely check out some of their work. 
Well, and if you think about it, and the reason that I, and this will be where we end this, is that, Cody, you said um, something about, you know, selling off the note and really what it's called. This, we're, we're selling off a note, but we can actually sell off payments even. And that that's what's called partials. And so if you were thinking about, if we go back to last episode on those two deals that I was talking about, right? So remember I said I could go borrow private money and recoup all my money and have no money in it? Well, what I could do is I could go find the buyer, okay? Same way that I'm going to find the buyer here. I can structure the note. Let's say that I just did one note, okay, for 9.9% or whatever the case may be where um, payment's good. Now I could go sell off enough payments where I am, I, I recoup all my money. So they'll, I can sell off payments. They'll pay me back for what I put into the property. So I won't collect any money now. But let's say in five years, now it all reverts back to me, but I have no money in it anymore. Um, or I could sell off, you know, probably not on this deal, on these deals, because they're pretty small. But I could even sell off a partial part of the payment, right? Where, um, you know, if I'm collecting $2,000, maybe I'm giving away a thousand of it. So I'm collecting a portion of it, but I'm getting a lump sum of cash for selling off an income stream, which is really what it is. And so, yeah, all of this is part of the note world and, um, I know it sounds super complicated, but it's just really some, some understanding how to use a financial calculator. Um, the same five buttons that we teach are pretty much the same five buttons you would use for this. And just understanding a few extra equations really is the difference. But just understanding what could be um, is remarkable, right? Um, you know, I, I know everyone thinks you got to go buy, you know, using hard money. Um, and maybe you do buy it with hard money, but you pay it off with selling off a note like we just showed, or uh, maybe even selling off uh, partials to pay it off. There's a number of different ways you can go. So I know that you guys are like, what? Um, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I just struggle a little bit with like the concept of a note. Like I, um, and maybe this is like the next episode or whatever, but, uh, I get it, but I don't cause you're selling a contract basically nope. or debt. Nope. You're, I don't know. See, I, this I'm is selling, what I mean. <laughs> I did, so a note. So Nicole, if you buy my house, right. And I finance you. So I'm the bank, right? Mm -hmm. And you give me a down payment and I give you a loan, right? And yeah. you pay me every month for however long, next five years, 10 years, 20, 30 years, whatever it may be. That is an income stream to me, right? More mm -hmm. than likely you're paying some kind of interest rate and I am making some kind of return, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that income stream is worth money to other people, right? Um, mm -hmm. So if I made you a $100,000 loan at 
6%, okay, and you paying me every month, whatever that is. And Cody said, I like income streams. I like passive income. And he, I said, oh, Cody, I need some cash. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't have any money. And Cody said, what if I bought that income stream, that note that Nicole owes you, I'll give you $80,000 for it. The face value is 100 Okay, He's offering yeah. to buy it at a discount. Plus, he's getting 6% on it. So all of a sudden, you know, and now Cody might have some creative ways of actually acquiring this note and uh, where, you know, uh, he's able to do it creatively. And now he's generating, now he has purchased that income stream from me. And that's really all it is, is and just how the numbers work, right? So um Doubtful that Cody would want to pay me a hundred grand for my hundred thousand dollar note um, at six percent. He might be willing to do it if it was at twelve percent, um, maybe. Uh, but the better the terms of the note, the better the borrower is at paying, the better credit worthiness of the borrower, the easier it is to get the property back in case of default the more a note buyer is willing to pay. The more equity there is in the property, the more the note buyer is willing to pay. The less risk that the note buyer takes, the more the note buyer is willing to pay. Kind of like any other real estate investor when we're dealing with assets as opposed to notes. So, all right, let's wrap that up. Um, I hope I didn't open a can of worms, but... Um, what the goal of this episode is strictly, hey, maybe I should learn more. I, I just want to, I want to open your eyes to what can be. And I, I've never done this. I, this is my first one I'm doing. Um, uh, but my plan is to do more. And uh, am I perfect at it? No, I'm not even that good at explaining it. Um, uh, but I'll be better. I promise you. Um, uh, these guys do this. That's their niche. And um, it's not mine, so I'm still learning it. But uh, as I get more and more involved, I'll understand it quite a bit. It'll be easy. So uh, just like teaching the basics of creative finance is hard at first, then when you start to understand the foundation, it's not that hard at all. So, all right, with that, we'll wrap this up. Sorry it was so long. Um, go out and create some terms. <laughs>